You're listening to City Edge Church. For more information, go to cityedgechurch.com.au. So Ian's going to come share the word with us today. I believe we're, we're not doing the Spiritual Discipline series today, but he's got an awesome word for us, so we'll just pray for him as he comes up. Father, we just pray blessing over Ian, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that they're your words, Lord, and that you're, they're the words that you want us to hear, Father, Lord. Would you shape them in our lives, Father? Would you mould them in our hearts, Father? And, and would you please bless us through Ian's words, Lord? And, and just bless Ian, Lord, as he shares them, Father, Lord, in your name. Amen. Thanks, Mike. And, uh, it's a bit of a sad occasion today, saying farewell to Laura. As you take from me, we just sang. And uh, Laura's been taken from us this morning. But, uh, it's a bittersweet task we have today to send Laura off. Um, most of you know already that uh, she's moving back to her home in northern New South Wales to be with her family, to finish her studies up there. Uh, I believe she's intending to join um, Dave and Terry at their church, which is good news, and uh, glad that you're able to connect with former family here in City Edge as well while you're up there. As always, it's bitter because we're losing someone we love from our local church family But at the same time, it's sweet because Laura's stepping into the next phase of her life, the next thing that God is calling her to do. And uh, and we want to celebrate that as well. um, Life is not settling down, sitting still. It's growing, it's moving, it's uh, developing, um, following the, the path that the Lord has set out for us. But can I be honest and vulnerable with you today. Is that alright if I do that? When I look around the room here this morning, there's one thing that's glaringly obvious. And numbers have dropped off significantly over the last couple of years. Blind Freddy can see that. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to work that out. I've had a few people over the last number of months come up to me expressing some concern about and wondering what we can do to fix the problem. And I'm not immune to that concern either. Um, I see and I hear of other churches around the place that are growing and wonder if I'm doing something wrong. I pray about it. I ask God to bring correction if he needs to or give me strategies to give us more people. But then I have to check my heart. Why am I asking for more people? Is it to soothe my ego? Is it to boast to others about how God is using us and how we're growing? Is it so that we don't have to feel inferior to those other churches? I have to regularly check my heart about that. Almost every time I pray for you, and I pray for all of you by name every week, almost every time I pray for you and pray for our church, I have to check my heart. Lord, let it not be about numbers. 
Let me tell you something about the DNA of City Edge Church. All of us are shaped by our DNA. It determines our height, our shape, our eye colour, skin colour, hair colour, even how likely we are to live to be 100 years old. And did you know that churches have DNA also? Some of our DNA was inherited from Life to the Nations, which, as most of you know, is now called Melbourne Lights Church. It's the church that sent Tony and Rhonda out to plant here over 11 years ago now. City, uh, City Edge Church has always had a reputation as being a friendly and welcoming church. And that's at least in part because we inherited that DNA from Life to the Nations Church. Mel and I can remember distinctly the very first time we went to that church in around about 2002, I think it was, and we walked through the doors. They were meeting at the basketball stadium at Dandenong at the time. We walked through the doors not knowing anyone there and immediately a young man um, by the name of Sam, who was 13 years old maybe, came up to welcome Mel and I and greet us and have a chat and find out who we were. While he was doing that, an elderly couple that were in their, I think, mid-70s or something at the time, made a beeline for our kids who were teenagers to welcome them and have a chat to them and get to know them. There was a DNA of welcome and hospitality in Life to the Nation's church that blew us away, to be quite frank. And we've inherited that DNA here in City Edge. We carry that DNA. But we also have some DNA that's exclusively ours. The small number of people that are here today, along with the large number of people that we have sent off over the years, tells some of the story of that DNA. I believe, and I don't just believe this because I see it at the moment, but I've been telling anyone who will listen for 10 years that uh, I believe that City Edge Church is a church where people will come in for a season and then be sent out for their next season. And because of that, I believe City Edge Church is a church that's been, been called to hold on to people lightly to be willing to let go. So that means that many come in for a time and then move on. Laura today. And we need to be prepared for that reality. That's something to struggle with because it hurts when family leave and it bothers when people come and stay only for a period of time. But that's what we're called to do. Hold on lightly but do what we can to build them up in the meantime. It's interesting, I think, that for the first several years of the life of City Edge Church, we were based in Deacon Uni, a place of a transient population. That might have been prophetic. Then for the last several years, we've been based here in YWAM, a place of transient population. I've got a feeling God's saying something to us about that. We've always known that some people will be with us only for a season, sometimes weeks, sometimes months. But our calling, 
our calling as a church is to provide a welcome, a shelter, a place to refresh, a place to heal, a place to be encouraged, a place to grow, then if and when a person moves on, they move on stronger, healthier than when they first came in. They move on more in love with Jesus Christ when they leave us than when they first came in. They, they move on more conformed to the image of Christ when they leave than when they came in. That's what we're called to do. And that's precisely what we've seen over the years. We've had people come in here who are not sure where they belong and they've found family and care here in City Edge Church. We've had people come in who are worn out and ready to give up and they've found rest and refreshment. Others have come in broken and bruised and found healing. Still others come in healthy physically and spiritually and continue to grow and develop in their relationship with Christ and in their calling to serve. And we've even had some come in not knowing Jesus Christ at all and finding faith here amongst us and finding a developing and growing relationship with their Saviour. Then when the time is right, when God calls them on, we release them with tears and with love for the next part of their journey. For we try to hold them lightly. You know, each one of you has a part to play in that. You all have a part to play in the work that God does through this church. Let me share a couple of verses with you that describe all of you. And not just you that sit here today, but those who have been part of City Edge Church over the last 11 years. You can wear these verses as badges of honour. The first one is Hebrews 13.2 Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. We've had a reputation for hospitality in this church right from day one. It's something this church has done outstandingly well. And you people make up this church. You can wear this as a badge of honour. You have not neglected to show hospitality. You have a ministry that you get to exercise every time someone walks through that door. A ministry of hospitality. Then there's another couple of verses. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So not only do you get to have a ministry of hospitality, you have a ministry to everyone that comes in this, primarily the, the regular attenders here, but everyone that walks through the doors, a ministry of stirring one another up to love and good works. And you have a ministry of encouraging one another. And how desperately important 
is this ministry of encouragement as we see the day drawing near, as we see the world going crazy around us. Over the 11 years of City Edge's life, we've seen hundreds of people settle with us for a while, sometimes for weeks, sometimes months, sometimes for years, and then move on elsewhere. God has called them into the next season of their life. We've seen hundreds come through here over the 11 years. I can't, off the top of my head, think of any who have left on bad terms. And I'm proud is probably the wrong word, but I'm pleased to say I can't think of any who have left on bad terms. There have been many that we've been able to send off in the way we prefer to do it, like we're doing with Laura today, to send her off with our blessings with our prayers, with our love and with our tears. Because it's important that we send people off well. We're not losing, well we are, we're losing someone from our fellowship, but we're not losing someone from our family. Laura will remain our sister for eternity. She'll just be fellowshipping somewhere else. She'll have another local family. We're not losing her from her family. We're just losing her from here. Others have slipped out quietly with no fanfare. Some have slipped out and not even said they are slipping out. We haven't had the opportunity to do it the way we would like. I would dearly love that we could send everyone out with blessings. But if we can't see eye to eye on where we're going, we can at least say, brother, sister, you go with our blessings, find somewhere that you can work with, that you can commit to. I would love to do that, even if we have an issue that we aren't able to resolve here. Because we're brothers and sisters, we're family. We should be able to do that. Let me tell you, tell you something that may surprise you. A good number of those who have left us in the past still keep in touch. They still keep up with our news and the events of City Edge Church. They still pray for us regularly. Some people who have been gone for years still pray for us regularly. Some people, even while they attend the church elsewhere, still consider City Edge home. Why? Because you guys have done such a great job of being family. City Edge Church has never been about building a big church. It's always, from day one, been about building big people. People are big in their capacity to love one another, big in their capacity to love our Lord and our Saviour, Jesus Christ. You know, I hear, as I mentioned, from some of those who have left us from time to time, and I know they regularly read the newsletter because I get feedback from them. I have had, in recent times in particular, a number of replies to the uh, newsletter saying, thank you, that was really encouraging. I'm really glad you were able to share that. Some of them have gone out from here, have gone on to plant churches. Some have had their start in ministry, have gone on to develop their ministry further elsewhere, but they got their start here. 
all the ones that I can think of remain active and committed to a local church somewhere. That's a measure of success for us, that they leave still loving the Lord and loving the body of Christ and wanting to serve. Just this past week, I heard from someone about a young woman who was here at City Edge uh, for a couple of years, a number of years ago now. And not long uh, before she left us to return to her home interstate, she received some prayer and ministry that set her free, that transformed her, and in her words, saved my life. That's a powerful testimony to the ministry that this church has to people. It speaks volumes about the impact that City Edge Church has on people's lives because it's not our size that makes us effective. It's our love and our focus on helping people to put their trust in Jesus Christ and to grow in their faith. And you know, these people are spread all over the world. We have former city edges in the UK that read our newsletter every single week to see what we're up to and make contact occasionally. We have others in the USA who read the newsletter and keep in touch as well. And I don't just mean our daughter Jo and her family. There was another family that was with us for a number of months uh, a few years ago and I had a phone call from the man only a few weeks ago ringing from Virginia in the US to let me know that they, they pray for us regularly and they still love City Edge Church and the people of City Edge Church. We have brothers and sisters in Hong Kong, the Philippines, Vanuatu, Vietnam, Queensland, New South Wales, Country Victoria and I don't know where else, but all over the world. People that have spent time here and grown in their faith here, grown in their love for Christ, grown in their love for the church and their love for each other and gone out elsewhere. Some of these people still call City Edge my church years and years later. And they do it not because of my leadership or Tony's leadership before me. They do it because of your love and your care for them. And they do it because we're fulfilling the mandate of City Edge Church to train up and release people for kingdom service. So the mark of our success, the mark of our health as a church, and in my opinion the mark of success of any church is not how many people fill the pews, it's not how many backsides are in the seats. Rather, it's how many people have we been able to pour into, touch, change, send out with love and with the good news of Jesus Christ. And we've been effective at that. Sure, you remember the story of Gideon in the Old Testament. The Lord called Gideon to attack the army, uh, the Midianites. And so he gathered an army of 32,000 people to attack the Midianites. And God said, no way, that's too many. Whatever success you have with 32,000 people, you will take the credit for. You will boast that it was your efforts and your army that did it. So 22,000 of those were allowed to go home, leaving 10,000 men to fight. 
But the Lord said 10,000 was still too many. So he sorted them out until only 300 remained. And those 300 defeated more than 120,000 of the enemy. God doesn't care about numbers. We care about numbers. God doesn't care about numbers. He doesn't need a big church. He doesn't need lots of people. He changes the world through individuals. As long as we have our heart fixed on him, he will do far beyond anything we can dream or imagine. For when he does that, he gets the glory, not us. That doesn't mean that God won't grow City Edge Church into a large church in the future. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. I'm not averse to the idea of having a big church. A small church is not necessarily better. A big church is not automatically successful. But when you pray for City Edge Church, would you pray that we will only ever build and we will only ever grow as he determines? We don't want man-made strategies to artificially boost our numbers. Whatever growth we have, let it be according to his pattern and his will for us. So today as we send Laura out, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged by our numbers. Don't be discouraged by the fact that we're saying goodbye to yet another person. Give thanks instead that God is multiplying his work in the kingdom through us and that he is showing himself to be good. He's showing himself to be gracious. He's showing himself to be faithful. He's showing himself to be mighty through this little outpost of his kingdom here in YWAM. Laura, would you like to come up? Laura's been with us for just over three years now and, uh, and she's been a blessing. Sometimes known as the lovely Laura because she, she's lovely in spirit and lovely, lovely person. It's been a pleasure to watch Laura grow over the last three years and to stretch herself. She's done things that she hasn't been particularly comfortable taking on and been nervous and a bit frightened to do. But she's stretched herself. She hasn't shied away from anything I've asked her to, to do, whether it's lead corporate prayer or whether it's to be up singing, doing things she's never done before. And she's stretched herself to do it. She's been a faithful part of our connect groups, a faithful part of our corporate prayer. And she's been a friend to us all. And she's been an encouragement to me personally. I've had messages, text messages and things from her to encourage me from time to time. And they really do help. So we're going to miss you terribly, Laura. But at the same time, we're excited because God's got a new season for you. He's got new people he's going to put you in touch with. He's got new hearts that will be changed and transformed by your love for them, by your gentle, sweet nature 
that will bring healing to people and uh, bring peace to people who are, who are going through tough times. I'm going to invite her in a moment to share something. I think she wants, she has something to say. Um, then I'll invite you all to come up and pray for her and share a scripture or a word of encouragement or something. Um, if you feel like you have a word for her, please take the time to write it down before you forget and uh, give it to her after the service or send it to her an email or something so that she can be encouraged in the years to come. It's great to look back in years to come over words of encouragement people have had because we see God working in ways that we don't notice in the day-to-day grind. We look back and see someone had this word for me and now two years, five years, ten years later I see it's born fruit and God has been faithful to his work. So Laura, your turn. I'll try not to cry. Um, yeah, everything that Ian preached on has been my experience here at City Edge, you know, healing, growing. If I looked at myself three and a half years ago, I wouldn't even be able to recognise myself. Um, but I have a bit of a prophetic word. Um, when I was coming on the train from Yusuf Falls here on Easter, and you have 24 hours and no mobile reception, you write a sermon. So, uh, <laughs> But I just keep seeing this Australian river bed, and it's empty at the moment, but God's building up the banks because it's got to be strong enough to hold all the water that's going to be coming in and to just feel like God's going to be bringing in lots of promises and just blowing your minds away. So I'm very excited to see what he has for you guys in the future. But yeah, just thank you so much to Ian and Mel and um, everyone else who's fed me and loved me. It's been amazing. So thanks. Won't you all come up? We've got a small gift for you, Laura. We might give that to you afterwards. We've got a card uh, for her as well. Please sign the card before you leave. And um, unfortunately, there's a few who aren't here today. I wonder whether we should keep the card till and post it up, get the others to sign it. What do you think? Yeah. So can everyone please sign the card while you're here today? Please come forward. Come forward so we can pray for her and... Uh, Encourage her. If you have something you want to share and say, the microphone is here. Lord God, we just want to honour and praise you for the life of Laura and the amount of time we've been able to share with her at City Edge. Lord, as she moves into this uh, new and exciting season, would you just grant her everything that she needs to continue to grow in you, Lord? Thank you that she loves you so much, and I pray that we would just see that love and her heart for you just increase uh, tenfold, a hundredfold, Lord. Uh, Would you protect her and guard her as she enters into this new stage um, in going back to home, but there is so much um, spiritual warfare up there, Lord. Um, so much brokenness, so much hurt, and Laura's coming back full of your spirit, so Lord, would you just enable her to bring healing with her, wherever she goes, whoever she uh, meets with, prays with, touches, Lord, that they would be healed um, of spiritual and physical brokenness, Lord. Thank you, God.
Um, Lord, thank you for Laura. Thank you for her um, generous, people-oriented, uh, empathetic heart. Uh, and I pray that, yeah, she can, everywhere she goes, she can do exactly as she's been doing, just giving her time without restraint and giving her whole heart to people um, everywhere she goes. Um, yeah, just pray that she can continue to do what she does best. Amen. Lord, we send her out with love, with tears and with joy. Would you keep her under the shelter of your wings, Lord? Would she find her secret place in you all the days of her life, Lord? Lord, we pray that she will be a shelter for others too. Others that are hurting, others that are struggling, others that are confused that Laura would be a shelter for them as she finds her shelter in you. Lord, would you protect her from hurt and harm? Would you help her to guard her heart, Lord, to never grow bitter, but always to forgive? Seventy times seven and more and more and more. Lord, we need people who know how to forgive and know how to love. Lord, we see that in Laura. We pray, Lord, that you'll use that to touch hearts, to touch lives and that uh, she will be mounting up rewards in heaven, Lord, as she serves you, as she loves you, as she connects again with her family and her friends back in her hometown. Lord, would you use her and uh, would you bless her, Lord, and keep her close to your heart all the days of her life. And we pray this in the mighty and wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to City Edge Church. For more information, go to cityedgechurch.com.au.